Hubhopper Originals. Hey everyone, welcome to episode two on the keto diet. This is on Carson Alker here, and today I'm going to be talking about what food items you can eat to maintain in ketosis, and we're going to specifically talk about food items for you know the vegetarian and non-vegetarian palate types. So, the ketogenic diet primarily consists of you know high fats, medium proteins, and low or no carbohydrates. So let's first start with the vegetarian ketogenic diet. Now, if you ask me, what is the vegetarian ketogenic diet? So I would define it probably as, you know, it's a diet free of meat, fish, and any other kind of flesh um, that restricts carbohydrates. So one thing people on the vegetarian diet have to be super careful about is not to eat too many carbohydrates because you know a lot of vegetarian food items are like filled with carbohydrates so you know there's wheat there's corn there's rice cereal lentils black beans peas there's honey you know all types of fruits you know potatoes right now these food items do have some amount of fats they also have some amount of proteins which is why people consider them to be healthy food items. But when you're doing the vegetarian ketogenic diet, all these items that I just said are excluded from our diet just for the fact that they have a lot of carbohydrates in them. Now, when you're on the vegetarian ketogenic diet, these are the type of food items that you know, we can consume. Uh, I love tofu. You can get paneer, which is like cottage cheese. That has a very low amount of carbohydrates, good amount of fats, and a decent amount of proteins. So that's really good. Leafy greens are a must on the ketogenic diet. If you've heard my previous episode where I talk about you know, how to avoid constipation on a ketogenic diet, leafy greens is a must. So you could do spinach, you could do kale, after 5 p.m., I normally suggest people to only have things like broccoli or a zucchini and some spinach. These are really good fibrous vegetables that you know aid our digestion and our excretion process. Now let's jump into the fat products, right? So it could be any type of cheese, cream, butter, Especially with butter, I normally prefer the unsalted butter because adding a lot of salt also in your diet is not really good. So try looking at the nutrition information on any of these products that you purchase. And if you have an option of a low sodium or if one product has, let's say, 200 mg of sodium per serving, the other one has 130, I would recommend going with the lower sodium um, content because that's going to help us in the long term now avocados are really good so you could get the indian avocados you could also get the imported avocados that you find at these supermarket stores we can do a limited amount so let's say one third cup of you know blackberries 
or raspberries early in the morning to just kickstart our day. Like I said, oils, right? So, you know, coconut oil, olive oil, canola oil, you know, you get these MCT oils. You also get avocado oil now. There's macadamia oil. So you could go crazy on any kind of these oils. One thing that I try checking on these fatty products is I look at the amount of saturated and unsaturated fats that these products ha you know, have. And try choosing a product that suits your lifestyle, you know, based on, you know, these factors. Because we are consuming, you know, 60 to 70% of our calories through fat. So I normally love, you know, poly or monounsaturated fats that you get in coconut, olive or, you know, canola oil. I normally have this more. Then I prefer, you know, tofu and paneer for that filler so you could have a you know you could have a main course item that has you know crushed paneer crushed tofu tossed with some onions some zucchini you know and you could make it a little bit creative a little a dash of salt you know and some spices in there so spices are okay on the ketogenic diet they're really good because they have no carbs in them so that's something that you can add flavor and that makes your you know diet super you know, nice because hey, if it gets super monotonous after some time, you're bound to cheat. So let's keep it simple at the same time. Let's keep it something that you like and you can have for a long time. Like I said, keto is not just a diet, it is a lifestyle. Okay, so now that we're set with our vegetarian keto diet, let's jump to the keto diet for non vegetarians. Now, like the vegetarian ketogenic diet, the carbohydrate sources are going to be exactly the same, right? So you can have fibrous vegetables. So that could be your leafy vegetables, uh, like spinach, kale. You can add some zucchini. We can do avocado. We can do cucumbers, onions, cabbage. Um, some healthy fats we can also get through like almonds, pistachios, and walnuts. And the oils, right? So olive oil, coconut oil, macadamia oil, you know, these new types of MCT oils. We could do some ghee. So those are our, you know, primarily fat sources that are pretty much common between the vegetarian and the non-vegetarian folks. Now, the non-vegetarian people out there have a slightly easier route on the ketogenic diet because they can consume animal sources. Now, animal meat in general, you know, has a good amount of fat, a good amount of protein, and almost no carbs, right? Unless you're having like shellfish or something. But, you know, if you look at chicken, if you look at mutton, if you look at pork, if you look at beef, if you look at eggs, these are super high in protein. So we're getting our protein sources through here. You know, they have, so when you have whole eggs, you know, you're getting the, you know, about three to four grams of fat just through one egg, right? You can do different types of fish. So there's salmon, tuna. If you do white fish like tilapia or basa, that has a, less, a lesser amount of fat, whereas the pink fish, like salmon, uh, codfish, which is also, you know, white in color, but has really good uh, amount of fat in them. Now, the other good part is you don't just have to buy, you know, chicken breast or, you know, if you're buying mutton, you buy mutton shoulder. 
you can go for the non-lean cuts. So you can do chicken thighs, you can do chicken legs, you can do chicken wings, um, you can get the, the fatty, you know, cuts from mutton. Um, you know, for people who do consume pork, you know, they can do bacon, um, which is pretty yummy and, you know, has a good amount of, you know, fats in them. Um, cheese, again, is common for everyone. So uh, we could do, you know, cheese slices. We could do cream cheese. We could do, you know, full cream. What I normally do, you know, is, and, and this is a really good recipe, even for our, you know, for vegetarian folks, is that I would do a scoop of protein. I'll get some almond milk in it. I'll put about 20 grams of, you know, canola oil. And I'll put some, you know, full cream in it and, you know, shake it and it just tastes really good. And it has like just two grams, I think, of carbohydrates in that whole serving, which is like a super awesome, you know, late night meal. Um, and the fact that you're having fats with protein that makes the digestion slower, so it's that's good to be incorporated as your last meal because when you're sleeping, you're, you know, fasting for about eight hours, right? So the slow breakdown of protein, you know, aids the body to repair that muscle that, you know, if you were working out during the day, it just helps in that repairing process. So I normally have that in the night. It, the macros are perfect, you know, on my ketogenic diet. And again, I want to stress, okay, so especially for the non-vegetarian folks, because non-vegetarian folks, and, you know, sorry to sound pretty typecasting here, but non-vegetarian folks tend to not eat a lot of veggies, and, you know, I'm included here. So, you know, now that you're on the ketogenic diet, I'm again stressing the importance of, you know, fibers. So please get the psyllium husk and have that at least twice a day. Get some spinach, get some broccoli, get some zucchini, get some bell peppers. Please get that in your diet. And especially for you non-vegetarian people out there. Because you're going to, I know, indulge on that chicken thigh. And you're going to avoid or, you know, skip eating that fiber. And trust me, five days from then, you're going to remember the importance of you know these fibers in the morning and i just don't want you guys uh you know making the mistakes that i have made which is why it is important now the super important thing on the ketogenic diet that people keep forgetting is if your goal is to lose fat okay not weight right because we want to preserve our muscle mass and we want to drop our fat you have to be eating in a deficit Okay, that's the golden rule. I know this topic is on ketogenic diet and I'll be talking, you know, in the future topics on, you know, fat loss and things like that. But just a small thing here is that whatever type of diets you guys are on, it could be keto, it could be paleo, it could be, you know, vegan, whatever, right? You have to be eating in deficit if your purpose is fat loss. If your aim is muscle building, you have to be eating in a surplus okay so you cannot lose weight if you have half a kilo of bacon and 300 grams of chicken thighs and like 200 grams of cheese and uh, you know two three shakes 
uh, you know, those protein shakes that I spoke about because they're super yum, you just cannot lose fat, okay? So always remember that whatever you're eating, make a note of it, count the amount of calories that you're eating at the end, and that has to be lower than what you are expending during the day, right? And then you're going to start seeing those fat loss results. I hope you enjoyed this Hub Hopper original podcast. If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info at hubhopper.com. That's info at hubhopper.com. And we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.